best college football coverage in Utah is right here on the Zone Sports Network. We don't quit. Let's go. The Zone is giving away tickets to every Utah, BYU, Utah State, and Weber State home game all season long. Listen for your chance to win tickets to see the teams you're passionate about right here on the Zone Sports Network. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone Live from Mountain Mike's Pizza, 3785 West, 104 South here in South Jordan. The pizza is fantastic. Do yourself a favor. Come by and see us. Let's get out to the Smart Rain special guest line. It's no mystery. Utah's in an extreme drought. That is why Smart Rain is the solution for any commercial property concerned about water consumption while managing irrigation smartly. Find out more at smartrain.net. Of course, he's a Ray Guy Award winner, two-time Ray Guy Award winner, if uh, memory serves. Former Ute, uh, currently works for KSLSports.com. We welcome him back to the big show. He is Tom Hackett. Tom, how are you? G'day, gents. I'm, uh, I'm doing well. How are you guys? How are we, Jake? How are we we're doing? We're great, man. We're, uh, Tom, we're at a pizza restaurant, which is delicious, and uh, it's rivalry week. We're talking about college football, man. It doesn't get much better. Uh, it's a tough life, but somebody's got to do it, I guess. <laughs> Somebody, you know, Tom. I had to bring this up because uh, the other night, as the uh, as the uh, the game against Weaver State was delayed, I saw that on uh, the television they were playing Utah's best players of all time, a list, top ten or whatever, and there was Tom Hackett right there on that <laughs> list. Jake, I no can't remember deal. what number you were, Tom. Do you remember what number you were on that? No, no, I've I've never I've never watched that. Um, I don't love talking about myself, and uh, and so I just I don't I don't I don't really see the point. But no, you, you're not the only one to bring that up. I I didn't realize uh, the Pac-12 Network decided to play that special. That was from 2015, I I believe, Gordon. That's um that's going back a few years. Well, now. they were desperate for something because I think well, how long did the thing go? 90 minutes? 90 minutes? Something like that, Tom. So they wow. put something on the air, but uh, but anyway, you know, you and I have that in common. Neither one of us really likes to talk about ourselves. Okay. Unlike Jake, Jake likes okay. to talk about himself all the time. <laughs> okay, uh, Mister, let me tell you about my fictional hockey career. <laughs> That's not true. It's not fictional. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, Tom, what what do you think about this year's squad, man? What do you think about the Utes Week One? You know, I um, I I kind of thought prior to the game that. Uh, they would be everything that they were for the most part. Um, Charlie Brewer looks pretty poised, uh, and he just he, look, he just comes across. He's got he's got just you know a certain leadership ego about him. He just looks like he's a he's a quarterback. He looks like he's QB one, and then and he throws a nice spiral, and he went through progressions. It's always so tricky though, isn't it? I mean, Weber State, bless their cotton socks, they were they're a good team. Um, at their level, that they, they were never really going to compete against Utah. So I, I don't know if if Utah fans, myself, uh, maybe even the coaching staff, I, I don't know if they had or, or got all the answers they needed. Uh, but but I do believe it's a good football team. I think it's pretty well rounded. 
there are there are certainly things that need to be cleaned up. Uh, you know, they need to get some bodies back on the offensive line, and if they're not coming back, then they need to find a way to gel better. Uh, the running backs, I think, uh, look pretty good. Pass catches, you know, across the board. Utah's pretty deep there, and they've they've got a quarterback that's a leader, which is um, which is pretty big. And and of course, defensively, I, I don't know if I need to go into that because Utah's been good on the defensive side. Ever since I've been around Utah, which was uh, which is going on nine years now, so I think it's a good football team. I'm really excited for this week, to be honest. Um, I think BYU is a pretty good football team too. So, uh, and it's the first time that I can remember, anyway, that that, that BYU has got you know some pass catching, and not just one, not just Matt Bushburn or Mitch Matthews, but they've got a handful of guys that can catch the football that that may cause Utah some problems. So uh, I, I think this, you know, I know you guys didn't ask me specifically about this game, but for, you know, while I'm talking about it, I think this game's going to be going to be um, decided, you know, with BYU's offense going up against Utah's defense. To be fair. So Tom, uh, let me ask you. This came up earlier in the show, and I'm curious to know what you think about it. When you have two teams that are playing against uh, what might be considered lesser teams in the first week, but they know they're going to go up against one another in the second week. Do they throw out the anchor a little bit uh, and, and, and conceal some of what they're doing, or is that too dangerous to even entertain? No, 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 no. I think, I think you'd be silly if you, if you decided that you were going to show your entire playbook against a team that you, know, you shouldn't have to show a quarter of it to, a half of it to. And I think, look, I think the way Utah handles itself in those openers against the likes of Weber State is they go into the contest, they go into the game thinking we're going to give as little away as possible. And, you know, at the end of the first quarter, if if it's a 7-7 ball game, then they're going to be forced to, to kind of show a bit more, you know. But if it's already 21 nothing at the end of the first quarter, they can just keep on run, you know, running their, their, their pretty bland offense and, uh, and look to get into into the dressing room, into the locker room and, and start preparing for whoever the second opponent is. I, I don't understand why any team, for that matter, when you come up against, you know, an, an FCS team, I just don't know why you would... It doesn't make any sense. You know, and I'm not crazy about gamesmanship. I, I, I believe in certain elements, you know, but, but I don't know why you'd give away certain plays when, when there isn't a need to. So I, I don't think Utah gave too much away, but I do think they... I do think they, they kind of sent a message, you know, and I'm sure you guys have talked about this a ton this week, but you know, they came out throwing the football um, a lot. And, and I think that was a message that was being sent by Utah's coaching staff, Carl Whittingham, to say, hey, you know, we're, we're, here, to, we're, here, we're here because we mean business, we've got a good team, and we're going to prove that we can throw the football and run the football and be a uh, kind of a multi-dimensional offense, which which is exciting if you're a Utah fan. Tom, we, uh, we talk to players who come in from out of state all the time and ask them how long it, it took them to kind of figure out what the rivalry was all about. You not only came in from out of state, but out of country. What was kind of your first impression of the rivalry and how long did it take you to kind of figure out what it was all about? Well, let me, uh, let me go back a few years. Uh, my first year playing college football was 2012. And I'm sure you guys remember uh, pretty well kind of what that 2012 BYU-Utah game entailed. Um, I didn't get any kicks 
the first two games of the season. Uh, we're, we were coming off a loss to Utah State up there in Logan. And then, of course, it was uh, the 2012 rivalry game where I received my, my first action as a, as a college football player. And that was the game that, uh, that, that was played up at Rice-Eccles Stadium. It, it, the fans rushed the field three times. So, yeah. <laughs> so I, look, I had no idea. I, I didn't even know. I, I, didn't even, I didn't even know what the University of Utah was, what Brigham Young University. I mean, I didn't know. I, I, when I got here, I didn't even know really the rules of the game. I just knew when it, it fought down that, and the offense was there, that's my time. But, you, you know, that game, I mean... I quickly learned the the importance of that game. I mean, it was, you know, it's not rocket science uh, when you're down there on on the sideline and the fans are rushing the field and the atmosphere is electric and you just watch kind of the interaction between the two teams on the line of scrimmage and you know I can't hear what they're saying necessarily, but you know it's not pleasant. Um, and and so it was it was pretty quick, you know. I you know even being from the other side of the world, it didn't take me long to realise that um that this game had a bit of meaning behind it, and uh, it just felt different to the lead up to it all, the atmosphere of the game, you know, the the ending. I mean, all of it combined just just felt different. It's hard, it, it's honestly kind of hard to explain, I guess. So once you collected all that, Tom. Did it make you nervous uh, in such games, or did you really not feel the nerves? Uh, my first game was frightening, Gordon. Um, it was horrible. You know, I, <laughs> I, I, yeah, it was it was horrible. I hate. I, I mean, I hate. I hated it at the time, and you look back on it now, and you go, "Man, it was it was actually kind of cool uh, to think back about it." But but yeah, when you're in the moment, it was frightening, scary, petrifying. I mean, it's. Um, it's just there's, there's there's pressure. There's a lot of pressure, and you've got to find figure out kind of how to how to best maneuver throughout all of it, or navigate yourself through all of the um, the obstacles that that kind, of, that kind of are in your way, I guess. So, so for me, yeah, it was scary. Uh, the first snap I received was at my uh, at my toes. I picked it up and I threw it on the on the shoe, and um, and then I had two other kicks. They're all kind of from midfield, so. Uh, that was my forte anyway, so that, that, that was nice. But, um, you know, I guess what that game did teach me, you know, when, when I look back on it now is, um, yeah, that was probably a pretty significant moment in my career when it, just when it comes to knowing how to handle yourself um, through adversity and in, in pressure-packed situations because, um, yeah, that was my first taste of college football was that game, which... I don't know if there had been many people out there that, that could say that that was their first taste of college football was in the BYU-Utah rivalry game, but that was for me. And, um, yeah, it, it certainly taught me a ton of lessons that I was able to utilize uh, over the course of my career, and it was a, a memory that I'm sure I will I will never forget. Tom, you uh, participated in the only bowl version of this matchup, <laughs> and if uh, memory serves, you you had some. Uh, uh, well, you 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 let the trash talking go early before the game, right? Tell us uh, tell us about the Vegas Bowl. Oh my word! Um, so, I guess the short story behind all of this, for those that um, that remember, um, basically what happened was my my good pal uh, Andy Phillips, the kicker at the time. 
he was tasked with uh, the old wide receivers coach Stubblefield, if I if I remember correctly. Anyway, he the two of them were meant to go off to um, to some event. Um, I can't remember what it, what it was called now, but it was like the um, the pep rally or something. Anyway, I can't remember exactly what it was, but there was a speech that had to take place, and Andy was telling me if he would just, you know, if I could just tag along, you know, it was probably probably so that he couldn't, he didn't want to speak to Stubblefield or something the whole time. He's like, come, just come with me, William. I'm like, sure. Uh, I told him, but I'm not speaking, Andy. I'm just going to hang out the back. I'm not. He's, so we get there, and um, he finds, a, a, like, an empty water bottle or something, or he drinks a, a, a water bottle, and he has an empty one in his hand. He said, we'll play a quick game of, um, like, horse with this water bottle and the trash can that's there. And if I win, you have to speak. And if you win, you don't have to speak. And, you know, I was like, yeah, what? Well, Whatever, sure. I'm, I think I'm better at basketball than Andy. But anyway, I lost. And so I had about a minute or two to come up with something to say. And that, that's kind of what I came up with. Um, I don't know what was scary. My, my first game against BYU or standing up there jittering over a microphone. <laughs> so... Uh... <laughs> What, what do you think is going to happen in this game on Saturday night? Uh, you said you thought it would be competitive, but, uh, I mean, how competitive? I, I think Utah wins, but I'm going to – I've kind of said all week, 34-27 is sound, sounds about right for me. Um, and, and I mentioned it earlier at, at, the, at the start of the, um, the conversation, but, but I truly do believe that uh, – you know, because I have an interesting perspective. So I, I got to Utah in 2012, and then I left in 2015. And in 2012, the majority of the football team were Mountain West players. But by 2015, the the entire football team was Pac-12 players. And so I got to see kind of Utah transition throughout a Mountain West team into a Pac-12 Power 5 program. And I think one of the main differences and I, I say this with all due respect to some of the players I played with at the start of my career, but the guys, you know, playing on the outside at the wide receiver cornerback position, they were the two positions that I really kind of noticed a substantial change, you know, and and when we started recruiting Pac twelve and when I say we I mean Utah, started recruiting Pac twelve caliber guys on the outside. I mean there was a serious like shift in the locker room and those guys were elite. Uh, and the guys we had earlier were certainly good, but you know the guys that we were recruiting on the outside were were better than what they were. I guess is the, the only way to say. It. So, so over the years, I've watched Utah and BYU play. I've obviously participated in the game myself, and, and I don't really pay too much attention to the line of scrimmage because I figure they're going to be reasonably reasonably back and forth. And BYU's always got a pretty good offensive and defensive line. Utah the same. I actually look at the cornerback wide receiver matchups, and what I found over the years is uh, is that BYU receivers, for example, Jalen Johnson was at Utah. And I get it, Jalen Johnson is is kind of an elite talent, but Utah was able was able to get him. And I mean, there were there were BYU receivers that couldn't even get off the line of scrimmage most of the time against Jalen Johnson. So so like I don't care who you have at quarterback, that matter. It's, if you have nothing to throw it to, besides Matchburn, it doesn't matter. But this is this is different. So Samson Nakua is a proven Pac-12 wide receiver. Proven Nakua was arguably to be 
I think we lost Tom, but uh, our time was running short anyway. Uh, that was that was great, great stuff from Tom. Tom Hackett, uh, former youth punter, two-time Ray Guy Award winner, and a guy uh, who could change a game. Oh yeah, remember him punting. pulling the string on those oh, punts yeah. and just stopping Unbel- them inside the five? Yeah, no. flipping the field big time. Amazing. Um, uh, so big thanks to Tom, and, and now he uh, he makes the magic happen for KSLSports.com. He covers RSL and a few other things for them. Does does great work. So uh, big thanks to Tom Hackett for uh, jumping on with us. Uh, we're here at Mountain Mike's Pizza in South Jordan, 3785 West, 104 South. Come by. You've got to try this pizza. It is great. You're going to love it. We'll have more coming up next. It is the big show, 97.5 and 1280, The Zone. This is DJ and PK. Nick Ford, University of Utah offensive lineman. You're coming up from the L.A. area. How long did it take you to realize BYU Utah was a big deal? Oh, not long at all. That's what Coach Witt lives on. You know, we don't lose to those guys. That's what he preaches every single year, every single week, every single day. And he makes it very apparent. So for an out-of-state kid coming in, you start to understand it. And then we have a video that plays on a loop of the football game between us. That's throughout the entire football facility for the entire week. And then on top of that, you get there to the game, whether it's down there or up here in Rice Cycles. And then you start seeing all the fans. You start hearing all the noise and everything. And you realize, okay, these guys take that very serious. And it's grown upon me, so it's not even these guys. So now it's like me and my teammates take it very serious. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. We are live today from Mountain Mike's Pizza, 3785 West, 104 South, right here in South Jordan. And our friend Phil is jumping on with us once again. And, uh, Phil, this has been a lot of fun, man. Yeah, thank you guys for coming. This has been amazing. Hope uh, hope it's the first of many uh, more visits to Mountain Mike's. Well, I'll tell you what, if you feed us like this, we'll come out every day, <laughs> Phil. We'll be right here every single day. It's a deal. Next time we need to uh, bring some more great listeners, um, we'll keep the, keep the fresh pizzas flowing for free. I love it because uh, you guys just want to get the pizza out there. Let everybody know this this is amazing stuff, and you guys are here and, and want to be a part of uh, everybody's routine and be a part of the community. Couldn't have said it better myself. Well, and that's uh, part of the reason you guys are growing too, right? We are, yeah. We're growing like crazy. We have two more stores opening uh, before the end of the year. That'll be in Spanish, or excuse me, in uh, uh, Orem and in um, Draper. Awesome. Draper Peaks, and then we have Spanish Fork coming up, as well as three additional stores next year. So I always like asking this question: uh, What is your favorite? What is your go-to? I mean, you you uh, uh, are more familiar with this stuff than anybody else. So what do you go for? You know, um, it's really hard to not go for the pepperoni. So I I'm based in Arizona, and uh, when I come back here, um, I almost relate it to. Um, uh, like visiting California with In-N-Out. You know, I go straight to In-N-Out when I go to Southern California or used to before they were all over the place. When I come to a Mountain Mike's, I go straight for the pepperoni. And then day two or three, I'll expand, um, go to a, uh, a chicken club pizza, which is amazing. And, um, you know, now we have so many other options as well, from wings to uh, our awesome salad bar, lunch buffet. Um, really so many things on the menu. You can't go wrong. What do you think, Gordon? That pepperoni, I can see it why was, it's the go-to. Oh, it was really, really good. I, I, you know, I feel like ordering a, a pepperoni now, but now that you start talking about all these other options, I don't know, Jake. What do you? What would you go for? Well, 
200 pepperonis, individual pepperonis on the mountain-sized uh, and pepperoni. A pound and cheese? a pound of cheese. It's pretty hard to argue, yeah. with, honestly. I can see where, you're, where your mind's at, Phil. It really is tough to beat. All right, get down here. You have got to try it. 3785 West, 104 South. Great facility, great pizza. Phil, thanks for jumping on with us. We appreciate it. Thank you, guys. More Big Show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280, The Zone. Your home for the best college football coverage in Utah. This is your Cougars at 30 update on 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. All right, it's your Cougars at 30 update. Here's offensive coordinator Aaron Roderick. He was asked if either side views this game differently than others. It's all the same, man. It's, it's like one of the things I've found in playing it here, coaching there, coaching again here is that you could mix the two locker rooms and you wouldn't really know the difference. Or, if, you know, you could transplant them from one place to the other. It's just a bunch of college football players trying to win a game, a bunch of coaches that want to win. And the rivalry means something. I'm not saying it's not a big game. It's huge. We all want to win. But there's a lot more in common, I think, than there are differences. This update brought to you by Zero Res. Your pets are angels, but urine soak carpet is a nightmare for your house. Zero Res has a specialized method to remove stains that leaves your carpet clean and smelling fresh. Schedule your appointment with Zero Res Carpet Cleaning today. Zero Res Lake.com or up north Zero Res DavisWeber.com. The best college football coverage in Utah is right here on the Zone Sports Network. We don't quit. Let's go. The Holy War is here. Another chapter in the Utah-BYU rivalry is about to be written. And your home for the best coverage of Rivalry Week is right here on the Zone Sports Network. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. show gordon monson jake scott 97.5 and 1280 the zone live from mountain mike's pizza 3785 west 104 south right here in south jordan it is their grand reopening and you have got to try this pizza 3785 west 104 south in south jordan tomorrow on a football friday coach and alema are going to join us and we're going to be at the warehouse 1825 south 300 west in salt lake prices so low it'll blow your mind Gordon, should we get to a little what's going on? Check in with, well, we're going to check in with one other show on the Zone Sports Network. Yeah, let's do it. A little later than usual today, but we like checking in with those guys. We like the other two shows on uh, the Zone Sports Network. Or at least we say that publicly. No, we do. We do, we do. Do we well. like them more than they like us? Oh, man, I tell people all the time, we've got a, we've got a great group. Uh, do we like them more than they like us? Probably, but that's all right. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the, the ones who care the least have the most power. Did a wise man named Gordon Monson once say that? <laughs> Is that a Spider-Man? <laughs> no, I've, I've often thought that. Not, not about our, our station in particular, I but see. relationships in general. Here, uh, well, let's check in with Hanson Scotty, and they were talking about the future of the rivalry game now that uh, Big 12 could possibly complicate things. Oh, it froze. Wait, here we go. 
BYU's got a lot of scheduling. Now, I don't know if BYU can join next year, if they're going to join in 2023, 2024, but Tom Holmo's got a lot of games on the schedule, and he's going to have to do some some work to try to make that make a nine-game conference schedule work. Mm-hmm. And does he have to sacrifice some Utah games to make it happen? Well, see, I think that there's a couple of forces that are going to be in play against this rivalry game. A couple of real forces. We talked about this, the BYU and the Big 12, and there might be some scheduling things that BYU is going to have to ditch and remake and rebuild, and they might, they, they're going to have plenty of buyouts yeah. when this BYU and Big 12 thing finally go down. The other thing that everybody needs to pay really close attention to is this alliance, even though we feel like it's a lot of nonsense, it felt like it's a bunch of handshakes and just a bunch of nonsense. I'm starting to believe that this alliance is going to result in more Pac-12, Big Ten, out-of-conference partnerships. Yes. And if Utah gets in this alliance, and, and, and the ACC's got to do their thing, but the ACC's already working on certainly scheduling agreements, and they already play a, a certain set of, of conference games. They're at eight. Yeah. But if the Pac-12 starts to make some adjustments and that alliance comes together and they're like, hey, we could all make a lot of money through this. Yeah. And they it, then BYU in the Big 12 and the Big Ten's like, no, you want a partner, that's that's us. Yeah, but that's our rival. Yeah, but they're not in the alliance. That we're trying to build TV partnerships and we're we're trying to get each other's back. And here you are playing a Big Twelve team. Well, yeah, but that's our rival. Well, we don't care. We're in this for money. What are you in this for? Yeah. And I think eventually it really could play on both sides. BYU with Big Twelve scheduling. The Pac-12 and their continued efforts to be in this alliance, I do think something's coming of this alliance. I believe that there's some type of scheduling structure that they're going to take to their TV partners and say, well, look what we can present you. And I don't know if the Big 12 or BYU will be included in that with Utah in the Pac-12. That's a good point. So I feel like there's a lot of things just working against this rivalry right now. Yeah. We really might be taking in the last rivalry for a while. Man, enjoy it. We really might be. Who knows? You know, as you mentioned. We know it is at least two years. Hey, you, you mentioned the first segment. This You may need to enjoy this as a Utah fan because Kyle Whittingham, this might be his last rivalry game. I, that's not based on any inside information. No. It's just looking at the man being in his early 60s and two more years are left before this game is played again. And who knows? You know what? I don't. I love working with you. I love working with Lloyd, but I, I don't know if I want to be doing this show deep into my sixties. Oh, I thought you were going to say in two years. Not like, deep, geez, in, man. Not deep. <laughs> not deep into my sixties, but it's to my sixties. Yeah, I'm hoping. But dude, if we're still having this kind of fun, then, we'll, then yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll Gordon Monson this until we're eighty. <laughs> you got to laugh out of Megan on that one. Megan thought that was funny. <laughs> we'll keep riding. That was well done by yeah. you. But I, yeah, that, I brought that up just because he'll be turning 65 that November that yeah. they reunite. Yeah. That they finally come back to. 
So let's say they play November. I think his birthday is November. It's middle of November. Let's say they play late November. He'll be, he'll be 65. Yeah. These next few years are going to be crazy. Because I don't know if the Big 12 is necessarily done. Maybe they want to go to 16 teams before it's all said and done. Maybe uh, who knows what's going to happen with the Pac-12. And we're going to this enjoy this because everything, the whole landscape here in the state, the next time BYU and Utah play, it will be under, under somebody else's sky. <laughs> I, don't, I can't even say it now without it being a Goonies reference. <laughs> but as soon as you take that ride up that Big 12 bucket, it all changes. So enjoy it now. All right, <clears throat> Hans and Scotty talked about the future of the rivalry. Um, there's no doubt BYU is going to have to adjust some schedules. Their their lawyers down there are going to be very busy trying to get out of contracts. There's no doubt. But I I I hope that BYU will make the Utah rivalry a priority, just like I hope Utah makes BYU and has for the most part during their run in the Pac-12. I'll agree with you on that. As I was listening to Hans and Scotty. The, beside the fact that they were making fun of me just because I'm in my 80s now. I mean, I, you know, it's a fact. I can't deny it. You're but not in your 80s. You've got a ways to go before you hit that mark. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> I hope it's I'm not, not that as bleak. Old. I hope it's not as bleak as they were making it sound. I don't think it is. One thing, them talking about the alliance and how that comes into play, I don't think it will. I have low expectations for that. I know you always have, but... It could get complicated, and especially when Hans starts talking about money. Now, that money gets can get in the way of almost anything. Well, you, uh, the Pac-12 is going to go down to eight conference games, too. That should help matters, yeah. right? And I would guess the Big 12 will do the same. But if they, Okay, so if they have this alliance, how many alliance games are we talking to? So we'll at see least, it. We'll so see at least one two happens. more. One? Okay, I mean, so if, if, if it's one, then th- there's plenty of room. However, I think I'm speaking for the people of the state of Utah here. Most of them really want this game to be played. Yeah. And so if not every it, it, doesn't make, close. it doesn't make sense to me to listen to uh, a few fans who think oh, we don't need them on either side. No, the pe- it's, it's, it's proven. The people in the state of Utah... Uh, the taxpayers of the state of Utah, the, the tithing payers of the state of Utah, whatever, they want to see this game played. So why not reward them? I was listening to, to Lincoln Kennedy earlier today with DJ and PK. Love Lincoln. He's great. He is. And he was talking about how important rivalries are to college football. They're, they're part of the fabric of college football. So why diminish it? I mean, money money it gets in the way but i mean as far as games that really matter to your fan bases on the whole maybe not every bit of it but on the whole people want to see this game played and you'll see that excitement played out on saturday night it's undeniable open your eyes and open your ears and watch and hear what happens and you'll see the excitement it's 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 right there for everybody to see we are live at Mountain Mike's Pizza, 3785 West, 104 South. Get out here. You have got to try this delicious pizza. They have wings. They have salads as well. But they are known for their pizza. 
They are. It is good. Edge-to-edge toppings, Gordon. That's what they believe in. No big crust taking up a bunch of real estate. No, but you put a pound of cheese on a pizza, and it's going to be good. 200 individual pepperonis on the mountain-sized pepperoni pizza. And it's all fresh stuff. They really just believe in having a better product, and uh, they're going to grow here in Utah, and it's great. you got to try it for yourself. 3785 West, 104 South here in South Jordan. Here's my thing on that. If you're going to go ahead and eat a pizza... Why not get a real high-quality pizza? It only you know, makes sense. Well, yeah, you, you get a cheap pizza, and you're absorbing all those calories, and you're absorbing all that stuff. You Get a good one. You know, make it count. That makes sense to you, doesn't it? Your family will like you more. I think everyone will like you more. <laughs> 3785 West, 104 South. In fact, you're going to be very popular when you roll home with the pizza. As are you, because yeah, both of us have ordered up pizzas. And uh, I, I got a powerful appetite. I mean, and we, we sampled the pizzas earlier. They're really but good. But that, that was six hours ago. I like to uh, buy my child's love with pizza. <laughs> and your child loves herself some pizza, she doesn't she? It's true. 3785 yeah. West, 104 South here in South Jordan. More How about next. your wife? Oh, she's a pizza fan, too. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Your home for the best college football coverage in Utah. This is your Utes at 50 update on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Utes at 50 update. Here's Clark Phillips, who talked to David James about what kind of impact the crowd could have on the game. Way different. Great question. Way different, man. Um, last week was my first uh, game with the crowd, and, man, I felt it. I felt every bit of it, the energy. Uh, I felt enthused. You know, I felt excited, man, and it was loud. It was action-packed, and we made plays because of it. This update uh, brought to you by our good friends at Homey. Finally, the way real estate should be, full-service local agents, and uh, they will save you thousands. Homey, a better way to buy or sell. football coverage in Utah is right here on the Zone Sports Network. We don't quit. Let's go. The Zone is giving away tickets to every Utah, BYU, Utah State, and Weber State home game all season long. Listen for your chance to win tickets to see the teams you're passionate about right here on the Zone Sports Network. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. There isn't much that makes Austin Horton angry. Wait, who are we kidding? Almost everything makes Austin upset. This is Austin's airing of grievances. The tradition begins with the airing of grievances. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, live from Mountain Mike's Pizza, 3785 West, 104 South, right here in South Jordan. In fact, we'll talk to Mike Smith coming up here momentarily. But first, it's time for Austin's list. Austin has an enemies list, a place you don't want to find your name, yet we put names on it all the time. Austin, who's making the list today? Uh, I'm going to save my personal strifes for off the air. I'm going to put spotlight robbers or spotlight thieves on the list today, and I'll tell you why. Did you watch any of Derek Jeter's induction speech to the Hall of Fame? Did you catch that? No, I missed it. 
It was great. It was wonderful. Uh, despite if you think he should or shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame, it was a great speech. He Who even thinks took he a, shouldn't be? Jake. He took a fun little He's jab. Overrated, oh, you can be kidding me. Still a Hall of Famer. <laughs> <He's> overrated. <laughs> but anyway. He took a fun little jab at the one writer that didn't uh, vote him in. What? Anywho. Uh, Michael Jordan, however, decided, you know what I got to do? I got to make this about <laughs> Michael Jordan. <laughs> Michael Jordan is the guy that goes to a wedding and then proposes to his girlfriend in the waiting line, right? Like right in front of the bride and groom. Michael Jordan, spotlight stealer, goes on the list today. So what did he say? Nothing. He just made sure to be there front and center, making oh, sure that okay. the Derek Jeter induction was about MJ. I see. All Is right. MJ the alpha dog no matter where he shows up? Uh, if you ask him, yeah. <laughs> There's nobody else. There's nobody else that commands a room like when I mean, Jay walks and in. And if I'm being honest, if he walks in the room, I am. Whatever I was paying attention to disappears. Michael Jordan's in the Maybe room. Maybe so, so, but Derek Jeter has to be close to that. Yeah, I mean, that, that guy. Hack, huh, Jake? I, I would guess any former president might <laughs> be more. Uh, it's close. We're talking about Derek freaking Jeter? Especially William Howard Taft. If he walks in a room, everybody knows it. <laughs> Jerry Ford walks into a room. You're going to pay attention. Well, he's dead. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, I don't think Taft is alive. So why, why are you uh, pouncing on me? Give an Austin no, a I pass. Thought, no, I thought this I just saw. in. William Howard Taft is, in fact, no, deceased. I saw Billy Taft in St. George a week ago. <laughs> playing golf. All right, we're here at Mountain Mike's Pizza, 3785 West, 104 South here in South Jordan. And our buddy Mike Smith is jumping on with us once again and just trying to get the word out about this great place, Mike. Uh, it, you know, it, it's got a good vibe. Of course, we've talked about the family aspect. The food is great. I mean, you guys are sports. Yeah, you're set up. You guys are set up to uh, to be the place, man. This is great. We really think so, and uh, appreciate having you guys out. It's been awesome, and we've cleaned up this one. This is the first of, I think, what we're going to have ten locations in a year, and probably thirty in five years in the state. Wow. And, I mean, we feel like it's pizza the way it should be done. It's dough made fresh daily. It's fresh cut vegetables. It tastes good. Gordon even says it feels lighter. Yeah, right? it does. Gordon, Gordon gave it the best endorsement ever, right? It's healthy. <laughs> it, it does feel that way. But uh, regardless of that, we, we're just hopeful that it's the right kind of brand for the state and, yep. you know, sports, family, and community. And It's a great fit. Yeah, it's going to be fun. And and well, the key, the key really is the food is good. Yeah. You know, and, and all the other stuff is just bonus, you know. All the other stuff is secondary to that. That's yeah, for sure. I mean, the food is good. By the way, Mike, I saw you. Mike's a real people person. You see him? He's out there talking to everybody as they're coming. Well, and he's he's a we've celebrity. Had, we've had thousands come through here, and everybody wanted to pay homage to Mike. I, I'm just looking out on the patio out there, and there are like 30 people out there, but 10 of them are mine, <laughs> right? Uh, there's a son. There's a daughter. It's But it's been great. The fa whole family out yeah, there? Yeah, there's a lot of them out there. Wow. And uh, there's my first grandchild, and that little sweetheart's belly coming oh. in two months. You're going to love hey. I'm going to be a grandpa. I had, I had, look, Mike, I had number seven. This I didn't have, but you know. Yes. Uh, number seven arrived this last week, and you will absolutely love it. I can't and wait. Look, you bring up family, but that's part of the uh, what you're trying to build here is that kind of atmosphere for a family. Right? And it's been nonstop here. I think we've done a great job refurbishing this place. It's awesome. I mean, it's a fun week, right? It's a fun week. We're talking sports all week, and 
It's hard to believe basketball is four weeks away. Amazing. Yep. I mean, we start the NFL tonight. We got the rivalry game on Saturday. And basketball's on the heels. I can't even believe it's four weeks away. I think October 5th or something. When's camp open? Well, the first preseason game, I think, is October 5th. October 4th. October 4th. So it would have to be what? In in a week and a half or something? At least a week before that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when we played, it was a month of camp (laughs) and eight preseason games. And I played for, you know, Celtic coach. It was two a days the whole month. It was nuts. That's that's crazy, isn't it? Guys, today, let's play a few games. One practice a day, and, but it's it's okay. It's it is what it is. Yeah, but back back uh, back when wasn't the off season really the off season? I mean, these guys are are working out and doing all this stuff in the off season. Wasn't uh, the off season all about you know how many beers you could and drink going and, to the uh, Caribbean? Yeah. So <laughs> and the pizzas and all that. Uh, I can only speak for the guys I know. Robert Parrish, who played forever, right till he was forty two, yeah. was into yoga back then, oh. thirty years ago, and lifted weights year round. So he was smart. He was seven feet tall. He remained. He reta- did. He played forever. Remember when he punched his flexibility? Remember when he punched uh, Bill Limbier? Oh yeah. Oh, that was sweet. Oh yeah, and he got a ring at the end with the Bulls with too. The Bulls, right? Uh-huh. Um, and Bird was the only other guy that really was dedicated to his body, but not in a way like you might think. Like Larry didn't lift weights. Larry swam all summer long, so not to put wear and tear on the knees and ankles so he was a big swimmer and he would shoot swim and shoot swim and shoot all summer long hmm. and but he only lasted 13 years but it, like i told you before he played 46 or 48 minutes yeah it was a different the day back, and age. Yeah, the back cool. it was a yeah, different day and age all right so here's the address 3785 west 104 south mountain mike's pizza you've got to try it it's going to become a part of your family's routine for sure the the food is delicious and uh you know, I bet you'd run into Mike Smith down here every once in a while. And the cool thing is you get in on it at the very beginning of it because it sounds like it's going to spread like, uh, yeah. like crazy. Be yeah, no the question. Trend. Yeah. Well, the food's great. You man. guys are great. Hey, thanks for having us. You're the man. Thank we'll you. Have, we'll have more next on The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Now let's get this party started. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on the Zone Sports Network. The head coach of BYU Kalani Sataki. Even if coaches did handle it the same, wouldn't you expect your players to kind of feel the emotion of this game and handle the week differently? Yeah, coaches may say, hey, it's just another game, but the truth is everything else outside of them says it's different, right? So the way the fans handle it, it's way different. So I say let's just embrace it and let's have fun with it, man. If we go into it saying, hey, this is just another game, that sounds great on paper and in print, but the truth is, we know those guys. There's a lot of guys on this team that are really familiar with them, that are friends with them. Me and my little brother, TJ, were playing here, and our oldest brother was playing at the U. So that makes a difference. And so why would you ever try to change that? The fans know each other. They're in the same households. So let's just have fun with the whole experience. Hanson Scotting. Weekdays from 10 to 2 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Wrapping up a big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Big thanks to Mountain Mike's Pizza. Big thanks to Mike Smith and uh, and the whole crew out here, Phil, everybody. Dante. Uh, Dante, uh, yeah. uh, just a, a great group. 
great product. 3785 West, 104 South here in South Jordan. And sports is part of what they do. We've got the NFL coming up right around the corner, the Cowboys and the Bucks. In fact, the game that is on here at uh, Mountain Mike's Pizza. So uh, I told you this earlier in the show, Gordon, when I, you know, in the family, hey, where should we go? I'm always thinking about work and I watch the game. Perfect <laughs> spot to do it right here because you get the great food and then eh, you can keep one eye on the game too. Well, what did he say? He said the, the theme here is food, family, well, uh, sports, sports and, and, and community are fun or something. I mean, all the things we care about. No doubt about it. So uh, they've been a great host. Uh, they just uh, want you to drop by, try the pizza. They want to become a uh, part of your family's routine. And uh, trust me, you'll love it. 3785 West, 104 South here in South Jordan. And soon to have other locations opening. This is just the beginning. Just the beginning. Uh, great facility, great food. Uh, need to check it out. 3785 West, 104 South. Gordon, what are you going to do tonight? You can go to uh, Lisa's home. That's nice. Yeah. I haven't seen my wife in almost two weeks. You're gonna you're gonna live better now that she's back. Oh, you're darn right, I am. Every aspect, diet, no, attitude. I was, I, I was very <laughs> conscientious about that. Well, 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 I'm not talking about my... being conscientious. I know that that uh, saltines don't have a lot of calories, but it's probably not the best dinner. <laughs> no, it was more than just that. Saltines it was eating and good food. Craft slices, right, craft man, I, you, you give me a little elbow room in the kitchen, and it's going to be good. And that it was good. That is not true. <laughs> Stop it. I did a, a couple loads of laundry. Also uh, not true. Yes, it is true. Uh, although my daughter did most, most of the work. Uh, she reminded me of that last night. So you she took the garbage laundry. out. She did laundry. <laughs> she took the garbage out. She did a really good job. I was very impressed. But I did do some stuff, you know. Doesn't sound like it. <laughs> <laughs> I watched a lot of TV. Jake, someone had to pay for that detergent. Darn right. <laughs> Darn right. Don't say that. You remember how badly that blew up in your face the last oh, time. Oh, yeah. Remember? Just, yeah. One of your daughters texted you and said that Lisa was legitimately mad. Do you she remember that? <laughs> and you were worried. You don't often get well, worried. You were worried. Yeah, but you know, you know that Lisa loves doing laundry. She oh, and, and still she, just gosh. blows my mind. Oh, hold on! She called the show and said that. I saying it blows my yeah. mind. I remember. Yes. Still doesn't make it okay for you to say the phrase. My wife loves doing laundry. <laughs> but, but, yeah, I, I don't mind doing laundry. Yes, you, you know? do. Yeah, you I, do. I don't. You do that. No, no, I separate the, you know, the. You know, I, so I, I you sacrifice all. for her by letting her do all the laundry. Well, I don't want to get in her way. Mm. I mean, the, and she has a certain way she likes to do yeah, it. Yeah, you, you live <laughs> some sort of life, buddy. She has there, a Johnny. certain way she likes to do it, like actually doing it. Yeah. <laughs> You guys, you're painting. You're painting this totally. You know what I did for over an hour last night? What? Folded laundry. Uh-huh. This is not even an. Are apart- you a good folder? It, it doesn't matter. <laughs> right. It got put away, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. Look, I was busy dusting the house last night. Doing also not true. <laughs> There's no way you were dusting. Stop. Gordon with a duster. I was. I was oh, cleaning the inside man. of the windows. No. I was straightening. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, buddy. You enjoy your evening. Tell Lisa hi. I will. Glad and she's home. Glad same, your family's good. Yeah, same to you. It's same to all our listeners. All right. It's the big show. We'll talk to you tomorrow, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.